Well, I have a microphone, and you don't. So you will listen to every damn word I have to say! When we return to the pad to unload everything It dawned on me that I need new home furnishings So once again we filled the van until it was full Since that day my living has been much more comfortable Cause everybody in the hood has added up to here It's getting hotter and hotter and harder each and every year Some kids went in a store with their mother I saw when she came out she was getting some peppers they said it was for the black man, they said it was for the Mexican, and not for the white man, but if you look at the street, it wasn't about that. So, this is uh, 144, there we go. We waited until the, the launch of the space shuttle, or whatever it is, the rocket. It is a space shuttle. So, there's two dudes on there, right? There's two dudes, yeah. Um... And you were really excited about this. Tell us why you were excited about it. I don't know. I like, uh, there hasn't been a launch in a long time. You're, you're a big and, launch guy? Uh, this is uh, hopefully going to be the start of something more. Uh, right now, if this works, if this, uh, I guess, rocket goes down to its landing point, then uh, they... Uh, have a chance to be able to go up like whenever the hell they want. All they need to do is fuel and uh, have a space shuttle to put on top of the rocket. Okay. Um, I was just hoping for good things to happen today. (laughs) (laughs) Since uh, we've been going through some shit. Yeah. And uh, there's a lot of things that have taken over the news the last couple of days. I don't know if you heard. I have heard. Uh, um, I know. I know, I know, I know. I was going to I was gonna keep playing into it, but that's fine. Um, so, I don't know. I've got a lot of angered thoughts that I probably won't want to put out onto this podcast, but... Uh, oh, we'll get into it a little bit. We'll get, we'll, we'll get into it. Let's just see if we have any notes first before we... So that, so that before we turn off every listener that doesn't like agree agree with us uh well one of my notes speaking of space is i watched the first two episodes of space force all right so i was going to transition in that too i watched the first um the second episode i laughed so fucking hard at oh good um i'm not going to ruin anything but basically something happens on a spaceship and the only person up there is a an, uh, a monkey, and uh, <laughs> they have to get the monkey to try to fix the problem. Okay. And I was fucking dying. It was so funny. That doesn't that doesn't um, to me. I, you kind of can't go wrong with monkeys, right? <laughs> yeah, it's like you know they, they're doing sign language with the monkey, so we got a little bit of Congo things going on um yeah you can't go wrong with a monkey like pretty much we could we could, maybe we'll do this while we're if we're still stuck and we'll do this during the second wave because the second wave is definitely coming well when we're stuck inside we'll do our best monkey movies or monkey shows because, uh, i like that that's good like we i, I mean even ever since you're a little kids i think you've been like monkey i'm in 
What was the Harlan Williams one? Uh, I didn't know there was a Harlan Williams monkey movie. Oh my god, it, that one's so funny. Um, Harlan Williams. I mean, that's monkey. you know, but like I remember even like any which way but loose was like something I wanted to see when I was a kid. You know, it's called Rocket Man. I don't. Oh. Um, it's a kids movie of like Harlan Williams and a monkey in space. Um, that's funny. Do you have any any uh, notes this week? All right. So wait. So Space Force, you're in. Uh, the first episode had a bunch of decent jokes in it. Yeah, I, I was. I had heard it was really bad from one friend who had seen it a while ago, and like because they got. They get advanced shit, and they're like, "Oh, it's a disaster," and it got panned by everybody. And then yeah, our, it has been getting better. Our boy Salvage, he weighed in, but his, his opinions are suspect. Yeah, very suspect. <laughs> <laughs> um. So, and he said he loved it the first couple minutes, and I was like, "Uh oh," but I was like, "All right, I can see, I can see why you like this." I, I mean, as we'll get into later, because we're gonna discuss a couple Netflix comedies. I think the bar has been lowered so bad that I, I mean, personally, I pretty much like, I, I've completely, I've turned into Eric. I've turned into somebody who just likes everything. Yeah. You know, whereas I used to like, you know, think everything was a disaster. Now, like, I, I don't know if I've just gotten dumber or, or, or the world's so, like you'd said, so freaky that I'm just, anything that doesn't have to do with bad stuff is like good. Yeah, and I think that's kind of like why these like mindless Netflix movies are like probably hitting people uh, more than they probably would if like all this bad shit wasn't going on. Yeah. Um, but but my I do have a couple notes. The first note, the second note has to do with Lauren Lapkus, so I'm gonna wait till uh, okay we get to that. But the first note is uh, that I, I was on Hulu. I guess, did you hear of a show called Celebrity Watch Party? No. Okay. So there's a TV show on right now where it's celebrities in their homes. Like some of them are sitting in bed, some of them are on the couch with their families or loved ones. And they're watching TV shows that are on, and they record their opinions of them watching the show. It is the fucking worst idea and thing I've ever seen in my life. I just happened to stumble on it. So basically it had like, it has like Tyra Banks, um, Robert from Shark Tank, Megan Trainer. Joe Buck, the Osbournes, and they're all watching, like, okay, so they're, they're watching uh, The Masked Singer, which is another freaking terrible show, and they were all trying to figure out who the rhino was before it got, like, released, or before it got announced, and so everyone's giving their opinion, and it just cuts from house to house, and then it, like, it cuts to the the reveal, and then they give their opinions of their reveal. Okay. That's the show. All right. Horrible. <laughs> what are we watching? 
like they did this. I don't know if you watch 90 Day Fiance, but um, I've only seen it a few times. No, but they actually, they actually have a show where they have not the other 90 Day Fiance group uh, watching the show, commenting on the other people that are not them uh, and their situation. It's just. We need to come up with some ideas. <laughs> we need some really good ideas. Like, I know me and you have some ideas. We need to get some shit out there because there are some really bad fucking ideas and it's ruining TV. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I think that there's, you know, you're, well, obviously you're running out of ways to make stuff right now. So it's, it's impossible. Yeah, but I'd rather watch reruns of, like, The Brady Bunch than watch fucking celebrities talk about who they think the rhino is. That's all I have to say. Um, sorry, so while, we were, while you were talking, I opened up I opened up Twitter to get ready for when we get into some of our stuff. And Man, I, I gotta get off of this thing. But, uh, there's, there's shit happening. Um, What's happening now? Uh, in Austin, they've taken over. Protesters have taken over uh, I thirty five, which is the main like freeway through there. Uh, and then um, I just watched, just saw some videos of like rioters in Portland where they're in a mall and they just decided to destroy a Louis Vuitton store and start stealing all the shit. Oh my god! This fucking shit just pisses me off. But let's, let's, yeah, well, should we just do that at the end so that if people don't want to hear politics stuff, they can just turn off? We'll do our Netflix comedy stuff first. Sure. What notes do you have? Uh, only one music thing that I saw this week. Um, the Dropkick Murphys did another concert live yesterday. They did it from Fenway Park, which was kind of cool. Yeah. yeah, with Bruce Springsteen. With Springsteen, yeah. Uh, I, I didn't see it. I watched it. They only did two songs with Bruce. Um, but he's so, he's such a badass. Uh, and the other note, um, that doesn't have to do with anything is that the Tenet trailer came out, a new trailer for it came out last weekend and it, I don't know, man, it looks fucking awesome. Yeah, it's going to be awesome. I can't wait to go to a movie theater and watch that. I think they're like planning on being the first movie back. Right. I can't wait to, to be in that audience. Hopefully it all works out. Buffer seats. Yeah, I I know that people are saying. I, I don't know how I don't know, I don't know how it's gonna all work out. Like, what are they gonna do? Well, we already do. Uh, we already do assigned seating. So, like, you just sit. I mean, I don't know. If you sit there with your mask on and watch the movie, I think you're pretty good. Although you can't eat, so that's. I don't know. I don't know. Like, what do they do in terms of, like, if me and you come to get, go to the movies together? Well, first we of all, all they, they've opened up all the drive-in theaters, so we can do that. Yeah, I don't know if we want to see Tenant in the drive-in theater. Why? Because it's not going to be the same. You're going to be listening to it on your car radio. Have you ever been to a drive-in theater? Yeah, I've been to a drive-in theater. Yeah, I've never been to a drive-in theater. You sit there in your car and you listen to the movie on the radio. Okay. It's not my ideal situation. Well, I think we're better off if it's outdoor. Oh, whatever. I don't want to get into this all. 
Um, but that was, I just want to say that the trailer, the first trailer, I was like, the fuck is this? The second trailer, I was just like, oh, whatever the fuck this is, I want, I want more of it. Um, you know, Tarantino, Tarantino came out and said that the best movie of the, the century is, uh, social network. And then the second best movie is, uh, Dunkirk. So I'm sure he's going to go see it. Yeah. I, I, Tarantino, big Nolan fan. Yeah, Dunkirk. That surprised me because I saw that he was doing a bunch of rewatchables. Uh, I think we've talked about that. Yeah. Um, and one of them was Dunkirk. I listened to that one. It was good. Which I feel is not really a rewatchable. Well, movie, that was but, right. Yeah. But I will, uh, like, I'm not opposed to watching it again. Um. All right, so. <clears throat> Some things that may not be rewatchable. This will be my are the two movies we're reviewing, um, or maybe they are. I don't know. Uh, Netflix put out a couple of comedies the last couple of weeks, and yeah. um, we'll go over the first one was um, the wrong Missy. The wrong Missy. Now this is one that I think usually this would have been like one of your assignments where you'd be like. We're going to watch The Wrong Missy and make fun of it when we watch, um, when we do our podcast. And I'd be like, oh, dude, really? But instead, I uh, watched it on my own accord, and I thought it was very, very, f- oh, that was hysterical, actually. And you did not. No, I hated it. And this is like a really weird position for me to be in, because usually I have to tear everything down. And you're the one that's like, oh, it was pretty funny. I can't understand how you'd hate this movie uh, and then love the next movie that we're talking about. But So David Spade and Lauren Lathgast. Right. Which, uh, I'll just go in my quick note. So she was on Who Wants to Be a Millionaire uh, doing um, for charity. And she actually won $500,000 on oh. it. And uh, I had got the million dollar question here. I wanted to see if you knew the answer to it. Oh, nice. Okay. She did not get it. She bowed out. She's like, I'm not going to. All right, so here it is. On the periodic table, there are four different elements named after what? A, Antoine Lavalier's pet cat, a moon of Neptune, Marie Curie's maiden name or a Swedish mining village? I mean, I wouldn't know it. My guess would be the four moons of Neptune. Uh, well, you would be wrong. All right. S- Swedish mining village. Yeah, that, I mean, that probably was <laughs> yeah. my fourth guess, too. <laughs> so, uh, she won uh, $500,000 for a charity, which is like some Crohn's disease thing um uh and now she she probably was on there because she was a big star of this netflix show yeah um uh, well not only was she a star of it though she like she like nailed this she had to admit i mean i don't know i know you didn't like the movie but she was really good like she stood out in this movie to me she definitely stood out i can't say she was really good okay uh, um I don't know. This movie... Listen, if you're going to... 
set up this premise. You have to like kind of go with the story and basically say that to go with it and say, okay, so they never FaceTimed or anything before they got on this uh, trip together. Uh, and I'll look past that. But, There's a lot uh, to look past. This isn't like a good movie. <laughs> There's a lot to look past. I did like the scene with the shark tank. Uh, that was funny. The whole boat stuff was, was good. Uh, but other than that, I don't know. You tell me. You liked it more than I did. So, um, Can this be true? I'm looking at IMDb Pro. Is Lauren Lapkish number two on the uh, star meter? Could that be possible? I guess a lot of people watch this because all yeah, the all their main people, all the main people in it are really high. Like, like I'm, I'm gonna, I'll just say, Adam Sandler's wife is fifth on the star meter right now. Um, but uh, no, I just thought from the from like the, you didn't like the opening scene when he goes to meet her and she's playing the prank on him that he goes up to the the girl and she's like there with her husband and she's pregnant. Yeah, that was, yeah, that was funny. Um and I don't know. Uh look, it's not a good movie. I just thought it was really funny. It's the first time in a long time that I've like just laughed at dumbness because, you know, everybody's so politically correct about their comedy and this just I guess because you had a, you know, I, I don't know, they, they just kind of let it all go. And it was like really, and to me it was just nice to like let it go and it was funny. Um, again, it's a terrible movie. First of all, his, David Spade's fucking hairpiece is awful in it. Yeah. It's like brutal. <laughs> it, that was not a great look for him. I don't know who's made that decision or what was the purpose of it, but you could probably just have gone ahead and not done that. Um, probably could have just used his real. Yeah, we're good with his hair. real hair, exactly. Um, so, uh, so there's that. Um, I'd like I want to I do want to get into Adam Sandler's wife. You know, she plays an office uh, rival in the movie, and yeah. um, wow, um, she's not not good. Yeah, Happy Madison, uh, you know, they gotta like... I get it, I mean... It, they gotta treat their own. They've got, I mean, this. I think this was directed by um, 10 Second Tom, if I'm not correct, if I'm not mistaken. He, or maybe he wrote it or he produced it. He produced it. Uh, Adam, or uh, Co Al, Al, whatever, Covert. Um, Dude, I just looked up the guy who directed this movie and he looks like he's 15 years old. Oh, really? Well, so like it's gonna have all the Sandler people. You've got his nephew is in it. His nephew plays the same guy in every movie. Do you know? Yeah. Who, you know, I mean, you know, his nephew is the guy. Uh, yeah. It's got Nick Swardson, who's just not good. <laughs> Nick Swardson. Yeah, he's uh. Yeah, he's not looking too good right now. Do we think that Nick Swardson's funny? Um. I mean, he. I thought he was really funny. We went to see that uh, stand-up show um, with him and Sandler. 
thought he was one of the best ones there. Yeah, I thought he was really funny too. Uh, he's like... I, saw, I saw him like once again at the Largo uh, not too long ago. I don't know. He's yeah, I think he's funny. I don't know about like his movies. Yeah, but... I just think because he's never funny on any of this. That's my 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 point. So the director did. Uh, he was the second unit director on a bunch of these Happy Madison movies. Right. He's an uh, actor too. He looks very familiar. Oh, he directed Father of the Year. That movie. Another David Spade classic. Yeah. Um. Um. But another Alan Covert producer. Uh, anyway. But um, yeah, I mean, like, let's get let's get real. It's not a good movie, but it was to me. It's just a lot of funny stuff, and it's mostly her. It's like they just kind of let her go off and and be funny, and she nails it. That's the way I see it. The movie itself is is stupid, um, but and it's basically just like an Adam Sandler movie, except that she's playing the Adam Sandler character, and and. Um, yeah, so I don't know. I left. And um, I'm trying to think of other other funny parts. Uh, I mean, you, you kind of nailed like two or three of them. And then I thought the beginning was really good. Uh, I mean, when they tried to do the threesome, that was kind of funny. Yeah, that was good. Um, but yeah, I don't know. That's where it starts to get a heart. <laughs> yes. They these movies, they can never not, they can, these movies can never transition into like that naturally ever. It's so the funny. best part is when the, when the girl who he's actually was supposed to, uh, get together with, like ends up showing up. She's like, come here. And he's like, Oh yeah, I'm in love with, uh, I'm, I'm going out with someone else. So she flew all the way to Hawaii and he's just like, nah, I'm good. Right. Molly Sims. Um, I don't know. I like the Rob Schneider. I always like Rob Schneider. Uh, cameo. Um, every time he pops up, it's kind of fun. You know, you kind of get that smile here on your face. Uh, was it a great Rob Schneider performance? No. But uh, it's always funny to see him in a character-based role um, like the one he was playing right. I did like the shark the shark tank uh, stuff yeah when she threw up in it and uh, I don't know it was funny um, and then she like hypnotized the boss into anyway, whatever it's a stupid movie um, right but it was funny and you, you disagree and that's fine the next movie we watched was Lovebirds yeah which I actually thought was hilarious. What? Well, okay, so I liked it. I definitely thought The Wrong Missy was funnier, but I, I think I mean obviously Lovebirds is a better movie. It's not really good either, but it's better. It's like, you know, it's like that movie Date Night with uh, Steve Carell and Tina Fey. It was like kind of like the same plotting of that, except for a lot thinner. Yeah, there's a uh, lot of the same plot from a lot of movies in this. I mean, it's a pretty unoriginal movie well pretty much all the dialogue was improvised um which i thought those two actors did a really good job with yeah i agree they're both he's like he's really funny 
Yeah, he's really funny. He's like really good. Kamal, so it's Issa Rae from, um, what's her show called again? Insecure. Insecure. And Kamal knew Johnny or whatever, however you say it. He's from like Silicon Valley and all that other stuff. Did you see Stuber? No, I never saw Stuber. But is Stuber the same movie, but with uh, a wrestler instead of um, Issa Rae? Um, kind of. Yeah. Um, it's a different plot, obviously. But yeah, it's kind of like the same kind of like thrown into a series of shit that you're not used to and your reaction to it. Um, he starts getting into some murders and stuff. Um, but yeah, I thought, I don't know. I just thought from the beginning, these guys together had a good, uh, chemistry and like they worked really well against each other. Um, I thought the scene where they were getting tortured was really funny. Um, and, uh, I don't know. I thought there was a lot of, uh, funny scenes, like when they were pretending to be at home at the diner and the, the waiter came up and, I don't know. Yeah, no, that was good. I'm with you there. Yeah, but there's a lot of jokes, like, if you were in this situation, uh, like, what would you do? And, you know, I kind of felt they uh, kind of nailed like how someone of their uh, ethnicities would react during something like that. All right, so I thought there was a lot of, they did play off of that really well. Not, I, I, see, I, just, I don't know if I totally agree with that, but I thought like, like there's a scene specifically when they're, they're at like a Walmart and they get I, like some cop comes rolling up on them and they're like, oh shit, they know, they know it's us, they know it's us, they know it's us. And he goes, oh phew, he's just a regular racist. You know, and yeah. I thought like they had a couple little jokes like that that were really funny. And if you're telling me that was improvised stuff, that's good, you know. Yeah. Um. But uh, yeah, it was. I mean, it's that something director, else. Uh, that director, Michael Showalter, um, is known for a lot of improvised comedies. Went on American Summer yeah. and stuff like that. So. He's in White Hot American Summer too, right? Yeah. Um. Well, but uh, yeah. I mean, I guess there's not really anything exciting to get into. I was expecting us to kind of spar about these two movies, but I don't feel strongly about either of them. Yeah, they're just mindless comedies that we need right now because the world's a mess. But it's interesting because now I'm looking at that IMDb page and like this that movie's doing really well and, and their all their main cast isn't anywhere near the top of the star meter thing on IMDb. That's weird. Like the highest is Camilo Johnny, he's like two forty nine. Then Johnny. Um But anyway, uh yeah, who who is the guy that that plays the bad guy in it, the killer guy? Paul Sparks. What's he from? Yeah, I was trying to figure that out too. I remember, he's House of Cards. He was like the reporter. I didn't watch that. Okay, but after that, like, oh, I remember. He, you know what he was? 
He was on uh, Boardwalk Empire. What was he on Boardwalk Empire? Or maybe I'm wrong. He's not coming up on here. It has to be. Yeah, yeah, here he is. He played a guy named Mickey Doyle. He's a guy who was like, he was kind of, um, he was, uh, he was like a bad guy, but he was like really sleazy. Um, he, and he was always like laughing because he had this nervous laughter. He's like, <laughs> yeah, see, so we're going to try to do this. <laughs> like that. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah, I do remember. That's who he is. Uh, I do like uh, when they're calling uh, all the people that they don't know by like some sort of dis- description. Yeah. So like they called him mustache and the other guy bicycle that they had. Um, that was kind of funny. Um, I don't know. I liked it. Yeah. It's weird because I guess I was actually kind of excited to talk about these things and then uh, the last four days happened and I was actually watching Lovebirds Thursday and I was like, I was having a nice night and then uh, I decided um, to look at what was going on in the world and uh, oh shit, they just cut away. They just cut away from. Uh, they just cut away from from the launch into all the chaos that's happening in every city right now. Um, but yeah, so I, I did the same thing. I was watching Lovebirds. I had like twenty minutes left of it, and then I was like, "Oh, let's just you know, I'll just I'll look at my phone real quick to see what's going on." And it's like the whole world's on fire, and you're like, "Uh oh." Yeah. So, I uh, wound up getting caught I do, up in I that. do like at the, towards the end when they, well, I guess I don't want to ruin it, but when they get arrested or they finally talk to the policewoman, that scene was really funny. Yeah, I well, okay, so that's my that was one of my biggest problems with it was at the end, I just didn't find that as satisfying as I wanted that to be. True. Like I'll, was, go, I'll just, go with you on that. But it was just very matter of fact, and it was like, I just went through this whole thing, and it all cleans up that quickly like that. You know, because when they decide to go down the well, path... Well, kind of, you know how I kind of, like, it reminded me of when, uh, in, um, what was that, uh, was it Coen Brothers movie with Brad Pitt? Oh, Burn Before Reading? Yeah, where they... Or Burn After Reading? Kept, kept cutting to the FBI guys, and they're like... So what happened? And they're like, oh, and then they would say what happened. They're like, do we have to worry about this? He's like, no, we're good. Right, right. I don't remember that movie that well. And he said that, like, he goes like, after everything was done at the end, they're like, so what did we learn? He's like, nothing. Okay. Yeah. Um, I, I, yeah. So I turned it. I was watching. I had twenty minutes left, and then I turned on to see what was going on in Minneapolis, and and I was like going to go to bed i was like dude i gotta watch the end of this movie like i'm not going to bed without watching the end of this so um but i was in a completely different state of mind after taking an hour off to watch all the everything going on yeah i can imagine um so i mean i don't know how closely did you and i guess we're going to start getting into this stuff um good uh i watched it all last night and uh it just pissed me off that everyone's burning, burning shit, looting things. Okay. Like, 
you're destroying your own community. I mean, I know they came on today and said uh, that people are taking advantage of the situation and coming in from out of state and, you know, doing their their own, putting their own agendas out there. Uh, um, and trying to hide within the, you know, the riot or the protest. Um, but shit, it's just, it doesn't make any sense to me that we're in a pandemic. These people who have small businesses, um, and not only that, like, you know, they work at Target for a living, you know, these African-American communities, you know, they need these jobs and the same people that are trying to make a living for the families are like destroying all the places of business. And now it's not like these people that are protesting are going to help out the people that are now unemployed for a long time. Uh, they're just going to go home and uh, that's it. And then you'll have to, you know, I don't know. This is the whole thing pisses me off. Well, now, now they're just like, all right, well tonight, if you, uh, they're telling people to stay inside and if you're outside, you're considered a terrorist and we're going to take care of you. That's basically what they said. Okay. Um, so tonight's going to be, uh, bad, I think. Yeah, well, so this has kind of turned into, like, must-watch TV now, kind of. Yeah. It's like, this is our new show. That's the, that's the thing I've started to realize. Like, last night, I didn't watch anything except for coverage of this, and I was, like, sat down, had a couple drinks, and, like, was like, all right, let's watch it. And you watch it with, like, a pit in your stomach. It's, like, really hard to watch. Yeah. Um... I, I it just it just has turned into something that takes away from your to what you're accompl- trying to accomplish in the first place. Okay, I um, I kind of dis- I disagree with you. Um, but I don't I don't I mean I don't fully obviously it's not black and white. I'm not gonna sit there and say fully disagree with you. I kind of you're not condoning uh, arson. Um. I don't know, man. I don't, at this point, I think if I was a member of that community, um, I think I'd just, I've had enough. I don't I kind of like, fuck it. Do you got to do something that makes people uncomfortable at this point? Because no one listened to you. I have a friend, um, who wrote this message and I thought it was really, really good. Cause it kind of summed it up. I thought, well, and he'd said like, I'll paraphrase it. He'd said, you know, when Kaepernick, when Kaepernick took a knee, he was told to demonstrate another way. Like when LeBron and KD said they, they had problems with injustice, they were told to shut up and dribble. Then two weeks ago, large groups of white men stormed like federal buildings with assault rifles um, because they were inconvenienced by the virus. It's claimed over 100,000 lives and nothing happened to them. And then this guy gets murdered. Two days, two days ago, or uh, four days ago, they started peaceful protests. And they're met with like tear gas and police retaliation. So at some point you've done it. If you try to, if you've tried to make your voice known like six different ways 
and this shit isn't making a difference and it doesn't change. And at that point when he had written that, like they, you know, they hadn't taken the cop in. Um, I, I, at that point I'd say like, fuck, you just go, like, I know it's go do it, cause, make it uncomfortable. Make it uncomfortable for people because it's, it's, it, if it's not going to, it's not going to change by you being polite anymore. And I used to, I can't believe I'd say something like that because I used to not would have thought that, but I, I just think it's got to be so frustrating. And I understand. I agree. I, okay, I, I agree understand with what that. You, and I understand what you're saying. But I, don't, about, I don't think the, the small business owners that are now, a lot of them don't have the insurance to ever come back. Right. Uh, and probably like are left to figure out like how they're going to survive now. Um, who had nothing to do with this George Floyd thing um, are now just fucked by the, these people that are protesting that things need to change. Right. Yeah, I, uh, I get it. No, they're, they're collateral damage and it's not fair to them. But it's the same way it's not fair to these people who have to like risk getting killed every day just because they're out doing things that normal people do. And I'm not saying that that may, that those two that one makes the other okay. The thing that's messed up is that the people who cause all of this, the people who the you know, who make you know, like the target getting destroyed. It's kind of like who gives a fuck cuz it's it's target. Right? They have, they have more their insurance will more than and I'm I'm not saying you should go ruin a target. But like their insurance will yeah, cover it. That'll be fine. How many how many employees there are African American? Right. No, that's that a good point. Not, that are not now unemployed. Uh, which were it was an essential workplace, so they were allowed to work during the pandemic, and now they can't work. Yeah, it's a good point. Because uh, you burn the place down. Um, I don't know. Um, yeah, it's a good point. Uh, you know, it's it, again none of this is black and white. Um, I, uh, you know, but I mean, I, I have a few, uh, if, if you were to ask those people, if you're talking about African-American, um, worker, people working there, uh, I think that at this point, they, especially in Minneapolis, they'd be so fed up with things that they'd be like, I'd give up my job for, you know, the right to be able to walk down the street without having to worry about getting shot. So I'm not, I'm not, I'm not saying that that those two things equal each other, but it's again, it's like, not like we have like, you know, we're just trying to bring up our own perspective on it. Um, I, I don't know. Um, like when they were cutting to the white house, like what were, what was their intentions? What did they think was going to, they were going to accomplish there? That they were going to storm the White House and burn it. <laughs> yeah, Man. yeah, but they did. That's no, what they thought. No, I don't think. It, I, but I mean, I this guy. You know, getting into the White House. I know your thoughts on this guy, but like, you're you're there showing your frustration about what his enact. I mean, and that's that's the other problem. Is not only are they like okay, so not only do you have this problem where. Um, you're reacting because it's like, oh my God, this is such bullshit. Like that they can just kill black people, you know, whatever. But you have all the people basically in charge kind of 
um, not all the people, but you have a lot of people in charge rubbing, making the wrong decisions and kind of rubbing your face in it. So like, you know, Trump certainly really screwed up yesterday. The fact that he had his press conference. I was, just yesterday? Yeah, just, yeah, you know, he was, he was, he was on a roll before that. Uh, <laughs> let me ask you this. Uh, well, we'll get into, because I do want to get into him a little bit. But like when he decided to have a press conference yesterday, I was supposed to go, uh, like I was going to hang out with somebody. I was like, dude, I got to see what this, what he's going to say. Um, of course he shows up like 45 minutes late for the press conference. Cause that's what he does. And he comes out and he's like, I'm here to talk about China. And for 10 minutes, that's all he talks about. And he walks off yep. and that act of defiance says so much more than anything else. Like anything he could have gone out there and said, you know, and, um, he doesn't want any more negative American situations to reflect on him. I don't know about that. I don't, I think he needs the, I think he needs this. So this is, this is where we're at. That's kind of driving me crazy now is I think he needs this, all this dissension in order to stay relevant, in order to stay, if he brings everyone together, that's, which he certainly could never do, uh, that's not going to help him. I think he sees all this dissension is, is what he, what he needs. Um, I think a lot of the cries for the protesters have to do with uh, also, um, you know, like when he came out and said, uh, we should start shooting looters. Yeah, well, of course. Uh, I mean, that did not go over uh, well with uh, the black community. No. And then he tried, he tried to roll it back. I the mean, next day, so the best, I mean, you know, that's a quote from that, that sheriff, that Miami yeah. sheriff in 1968. Um, but the thing that's really interesting to me about that is he, he tweets that directly quotes this guy where no one's mistaken enough to think that Donald Trump is a historian who knows quotes by you know, by famous quotes on Twitter. Well, yeah, but yeah, I mean, I don't even think that I think somebody that like Stephen Miller or somebody he works with probably researched that and put that up for him. Um, and regardless, it's. It's still coming yeah. from the White House, um, but you know, <laughs> uh, you know, it's it's just not it's not helpful, obviously. And um, so when when that happens, when all these things happen, that they emotionally trigger people to go further, right? Rather than yes. to just to, to think logically. I mean, there's some people that were. Awesome. If you get a chance, I don't know if you saw, um, I don't know if you saw the Killer Mike from Run the Jewels. You know, when I was in when I was in Atlanta for the Super Bowl, and uh, you know we were everybody in Atlanta is super friendly. So like the Uber drivers that drive you around love to talk to you. Like they'll tell you all about like the community and stuff. And I have a good friend that lives there, and he's like involved in the hip hop community, whatever, and. They all said that Killer Mike is kind of like the mayor of, you know, like he's like the the mayor of, of Atlanta. Like people listen to him. Like he's like a real big local guy. So he supports building up black businesses and all this stuff. And um, he came out and urged people not to like destroy Atlanta. And like it was pretty awesome. He, his dad and his... They his, broke into the College Football Hall of Fame and stole a bunch of shit. Oh, they did? Yeah. <sighs> um, 
Well, he his dad and his brother are both cops. Um, so he's got perspective on both sides. He was like emotional. It was like this eight minute speech, and he cursed and he talked about how messed up this is and how much he hated the, the saying "Don't break and break a bunch of shit." Um, it's really good if you get a chance to listen to it. My yeah, I'll check it out. My absolute favorite. That's though. what I want to hear. I want to hear someone say that we don't need to fucking tear down our, you know, establishments uh, in order to make a point. Um, yeah. Tar- if, if you're pissed off with the police, target the police, not fucking uh, a Chinese immigrant who's, you know, Chinese restaurant uh, just happens to be in the same block as fucking all the shit. I don't know. Well, this is where things get right. But, like, you know, like, uh, I'm going to go over some Twitter stuff. Like, Melania Trump tweeted out this whole thing yesterday. Like, you know, we need peaceful protests. There's got to be another way than violence. And then everybody replied, like, you guys, like, everything about Kaepernick, right? And and that's, the, I mean, that's the thing. that I mean, that's the, that's the thing you can always point back to, right? That's the powder keg of it. He's like, this guy peacefully took a knee. And said, I want to bring attention to this exact issue. And everybody fucking got worked up over it. And, like, attacked him. He never gets to play again. And it becomes this giant political issue. Split down the middle of this country. And then it leads leads to, you know, so, anyway. Um, My favorite thing, though. My two favorite things on Twitter yesterday. Um... LeVar Burton. Okay. Reading Rainbow, like the nicest guy ever. He yeah. tweeted out his first tweet in like a long time. He just tweeted out, don't fuck with me today, people. Today is not the day. <laughs> and all these people kept retweeting it like, congratulations, America. You broke LeVar Burton. Um, but my absolute favorite, and I, 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 nobody ever reads my, like I, I retweet shit all the time. Because, like, I want to keep a record of... I use it as, like, a way to keep a record. I don't really have any followers. I use it as a way to keep a record of things that I was reading that I found interesting that, like, six months from now, when I want to think about what happened here, I want to go back and read some shit. My favorite was last night on Laura Ingram. She had on Mark Furman as an expert. Oh, no. And OJ tweeted out a video about how upset he was that Mark Furman is on Fox News with Laura Ingram. And I'm like, this is just, this has got to be the apocalypse. Like, he's like, hey there, Twitter world. <laughs> and then he starts talking about, I can't believe Mark Furman gets to get on TV. You know, and you're like, what? Like, what were they asking Mark Furman? Oh, I, he, he was there to talk about, um, you know, police brutality and how to deal with it and being accused of it. Isn't he, isn't he racist? Yeah, I, I didn't watch it. I'm not going to turn on Mark Furman. I just saw he was on. I'm not I'm not going to watch. I don't need to watch that. <laughs> yeah. I, first of all, Laura Ingram's got to be one of the worst people ever, ever put on this earth. And Mark Furman's probably in the, in the competition to go against her. So, like, I don't need to watch that to know that that's some shit I don't want to see. But I... I saw that OJ was upset about it, and that made me like laugh, and so I, 
Anyway, there was a. I wonder, uh, I wonder what Mark Furman's been doing for since that whole thing. I, I don't know. I'm I'm okay not knowing. I'm I'm good. Um, obvious, people are obviously still reaching out to him for stuff. Another great another great tweet was uh, Joe Biden tweeted out something yesterday. Um, it's it was side by side two tweets from the same day of last October, where. Joe Biden tweeted this last October, we are not prepared for a pandemic. Trump has rolled back progress Obama and I made to strengthen global health security. We need leadership that builds public trust, focuses on real threats, and mobilizes the world to stop outbreaks before they reach our shores. And that same day, Trump wrote it, to Tim, the button on the iPhone was far better than the swipe. (laughs) (laughs) And he retweeted those side by side. I thought that was pretty good. Um, I'm like so nervous that Biden's gonna fuck this up. Oh, that's he, should just, I, he should just not say anything. I know. I watched an interview with him yesterday, uh, and my friend and I were sitting there watching, and we're just, just cringing. And he's trying to talk over it. I'm like, wait, I want to hear it. He's like, I can't listen to him because if he says something fucked up, then we get stuck with, we get stuck with Trump again. I don't know what we're gonna do. Let me ask you, where, like, so obviously we we you know we're we're not. This has got to be like the worst president ever, right? Like this isn't even. I mean, yeah, obviously. I mean, you can't. Yeah. So we get into that. So, where do you stand on your friends or people you know or people you like still liking Trump? Can you still be friends with them? Can you still like them? I actually, it's funny you say this because I texted. Uh, I'm on another work text chain and they were talking kind of about this and then I texted I was like listen I was like if any of my friends or acquaintances vote for Trump in 2020 they could just delete me as a friend okay that's what I told them so you feel that way yeah because if you really just don't vote if you don't (laughs) like if you don't like Biden that's fine, but just don't vote for Trump. Yeah, it's, it's like fucking Brewster's Millions. None of the above. <laughs> uh, I was, I was, I, I had a feeling you that because I, I, you know, it's funny. Like I have a couple friends on Facebook uh, who are still Trump people, and they're the first. Like, there's like maybe three or three or three or three or five of them, and they're the first people when I sign on to Facebook that I go to their pages every time. You the know, entire world hates us or thinks we're a laughing stock. And it's all because of uh, the guy that we have in office. But they'll tell you that it's all because of the media. Right. Um, but it, it, it it's frustrating. I mean, I, I don't want to write off all people like that, but I, I just, I have a lot of trouble, I guess, res- respecting that you're okay with things that you're okay with. Um, I'll, so the reason I bring this up is I was really disappointed yet, and I'm, I'm almost afraid to tell you this. So uh, no. no, it's because because do you feel the same way about celebrities and that sort of thing? In terms of like you're done with them if if they're Trump people. Um, like I'm sure you could watch uh, a movie with. James Woods and you'd be like, okay, it's not like James yeah, Woods. Yeah, I, 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 I can, yeah, I, I don't know, I can separate 
I'm gonna guess. I'm gonna give you one that's gonna be tough. So I was, okay. uh, I don't know, it came on my feed yesterday. That, I mean, I'm reading the Woody Allen book. Right, right. That's true. Um, and uh, I guess Donald Trump Jr. has a show on the internet called Triggered. Okay. Um, you should watch this thing because he is, he is a mess. I mean, he is, he's this puny. You know, he's got like no shoulder. He he wear. He's got. Like, I've seen enough of him on The Apprentice. No, of uh, uh, Junior. Yeah. So he wears. He basically during the the whole interview that of, on the show, he's wearing like you know those t-shirts that you wear that are kind of shiny and they're like work. They're like workout shirts. You know what I mean? Like they're like the regular T-shirts, but they're like they're stretchy. The dry, dry, dry fit ones. Yeah, the dry. He wears like a dry fit T-shirt, and uh, his guest um, on Thursdays was Jim Brewer. You're saying you're saying me and uh, him have the same. Uh, well, I'm just saying that when you have a Zoom call with your work, I think that you probably don't wear one of those. This guy's doing it on his, okay. on his show. I, he was probably wearing a sponsor, but anyway, the point is. His guest was Jim Brewer. Okay. And it was just so disappointing because Brewer's like uh, one of like the funniest, like just a guy that he's, he's like an observationist, you know, where he could sit yeah. there and you could, Jim Brewer's the kind of guy you could sit there and be like, uh, you know what? That guy gets it. Like he can realize the absurdity of something, but he is a full in uh, Trump guy on this. No, oh, no. And it was like, I was just what was I, he saying? Um, it was just, uh, you know, how he doesn't have to be embarrassed to be that anymore. And, um, how like the real, the real blue collar person supports Trump and, you know, all that kind of stuff. Um, and how he called it and all of his friends called it from, you know, that they're all getting, you know, they're just, it, I mean, it doesn't matter because it's Junior's the one leading the interview and. He spends half the... I didn't even watch the whole thing. I just kind of skimmed it, mostly. But he spends half the time, like, telling Brewer, like, hey, you, you know, right? Everybody said he was going to lose, and he won, right? You know? And I had to I had to keep going back to be like, is this from this week, or is this from, like, three years ago? But it was from this week. Uh, I was just like, I'm with you. Like I, could, like I said, I could watch a James Woods movie. I'll be all right. If you happen to throw John Voight, Heat's still my favorite movie. I'll live. But somebody like Brewer, that like kind of ruins everything. And I, you know, because he's a comedian and so much is about his personality and what he believes in. And I was like so bummed. Hmm. I wonder if uh, Howard will talk about it. I doubt it. Yeah, I doubt it. Um, But, uh, yeah, so that got me into the whole thinking of would you still be friends with someone who's a Trump supporter? I, I just, and like I said, I, when I go into like Facebook or whatever, it's the first people I look at and it's, it's, it comes from a place of curiosity because I want to be like, okay, this has to be the thing that makes you think enough of this guy. But it never is, you know, because th- there's always an excuse. And that's what, all of that brings us to where, we, everything we just talked about brings us to right where we are now, where they're saying that all these people that have been rioting and looting aren't from the community. They're from, they've been, yeah. they've come. And it's really frustrating because you've, it seems to be the case because when you watch, like even right now, when you watch the footage, it's a lot of white people. It's mostly white people. 
I'm going to say mostly, it's, but it's a lot. And I was noticing that last night. Now, I don't think that all those white people all were people from other places. I think white people are like, cool, I'm going to show my support. And then they also start thinking, well, I can get away with whatever I want to, you know. Like, they're kids. They're like idiot kids. Um, so I don't think it's like, but the problem that we have right now is everybody's saying, all right, well, the people who are doing the real damage aren't even the people in the community. They're the ones that have come in. And you got half the people saying that they're Antifa. And you got half the people saying that they're white supremacists and drug cartels. And it's like, I don't know. Um, like, we can't even get on the same page. Because, like, it, it seems well, like... everyone's wearing masks now. I know. Well, it's, but it seems like we're finally, we finally are, can all be on the same page and be like, all right, cool. There's some bad actors that came in. But we can't even, like, get together and be like, you know, we, st- we have to still find a way to blame the other side for the bad actors. It's yeah. like, it's just never good enough. It's, it's frustrating, man. Yeah, it's very frustrating sitting here, just, like, so angered about everything. Like, you want the point to get out, but then all this other stuff, like, just drowns out kind of like what the point is and now you're dealing with violence and uh, burning buildings and arson and shit that's just like it's annoying yeah um you know they're in the middle of a pandemic do you yeah, ask, let me ask you this question I'm, I'm pretty sure that added to the yeah the so that's what I was going to ask you because I had this conversation I've had this argument with people like, does this happen to this degree if we're not, they haven't been forced to sit home all this time? Uh, no. I think this definitely, uh, sitting at home and everything being closed and not being able to go places and do things, uh, added to the fire, or, yeah, added to the fuel to the fire. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I can see that. I still think there's, there would be crazy protesting, but there's a lot of pent up frustration right now. And that's just added to it. Right. Um, yeah, I don't know. Um, and to see like the, the damage and everything happening at like other cities other than uh, yeah the other than Minneapolis so which is like just annoying too yeah well, I, I mean, mean LA last night they broke into a Starbucks right right live on TV well you look right now they're breaking into I mean it's it's happening in every like every city there's shit going on right now yeah I mean Atlanta they like messed around with CNN building and I don't know it's just it's just like it's a mess. I watched some Fox News last night though, because we were t- we were trying to jump around and just get a different to see it. Because Thursday night Fox News wasn't covering it; they were just showing re- reruns of uh, fucking uh, whatever his name is. Um, uh, not Hannity, the other one. Um, who's the other guy? I, it's not so not important. But anyway, um, my 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 mind is completely blank. Um, they were just um, they were just showing re- reruns of their shows from earlier that night instead of showing the coverage. Last night 
they had like, and all these people, like they were hiding that they were Fox because obviously people would have lost their shit. And they're like, they had, they had, they had this kid who was covering the White House. I mean, he, he had to be like 20. He was like, and he had a microphone. And I was like, we were making these jokes. Like, up. Oh, they, they're sending an intern down there. They're like, here, Stewie, get on down there and cover this. And he's like sitting there. He's like, oh, so apparently we've got some real media critics around here. <laughs> there was some scary, like, uh, Cuomo last night. Like, watching him deal with... Uh with like his reporters and telling them like to get out of the way. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. 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 Right. That was kind of like, well, here's um, the thing. Here's, I mean, so when you watch them all one by one by one, and this is what we were doing last night, I was trying to critique them all. CNN is just so dramatic, you know, everything. Yeah. Like, of course that guy got arrested for CNN because why wouldn't they be caught up in the middle of it? Like, it's just typical. No, I mean, I'm not saying that that wasn't meant, you know, I watched the yeah, whole thing gotcha. that was stupid. And like, it, it is it is just something, un, you know, unfortunate that happened. It wasn't. But like. They apologize for yeah, arresting. I mean, yeah. And it all got cleared up in an hour. There's people breaking a jewelry store and you know, stealing jewelry. That's great. Um, but not only that, but. Um, but then you go to like Fox News and Fox News is just they're so patronizing. So like while that kid's like, well, we got some real media fans down here. Then they cut to the, their 50 year old reporter who's further away and he's hiding that they're Fox News. But when they start to find out, he's like, um, you know what? The, the people around here, they're just so tired of the mainstream media painting things into a different way. You know, when really they're just saying like, fuck Fox News. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, but uh, and I kind of found MSNBC to be like the most like impartial, like they're just showing it and kind yeah. of kind of just reporting on it. Like I said, CNN seems to make it really and it's weird because, you know, MSNBC is supposed to be the, the liberal network. But um, anyway, um, last thing I had is they start talking about all these different like groups that are coming in and doing shit. Did you see the guy that broke down the auto zone? Did you see footage yeah, of this? Yeah, he, yeah, he was walking with the just smashing all the windows. He's got an umbrella. Yeah. Um, do you think that that's a cop? Because they've identified him as a cop. His ex-wife apparently came out and said it was him. And then uh, the police said no that wasn't him. And everyone's like, well, yeah, duh. We're going to definitely believe the police. Um, but he walks in. If you watch it, I've watched it a bunch of times because I find it absolutely fascinating. He walks in and he just starts smashing in the windows. He's all by himself. He's got a black umbrella. Tied. Now, I don't believe usually in conspiracy theories because I think conspiracy theories, for the most part, are dumb things or things that people, dumb people tell themselves to sound smart. Like today. Uh, SpaceX. I don't know how we can really think there's a flat Earth. We just watched a rocket go up. We watched footage from the rocket of the Earth round. You know, I think we're good. I mean, yeah, exactly. I, I want to see someone. You know, people. People. I, I think dying on that hill seems like a, a tough one. Right it's now. optical illusion. Yeah. Uh, they. You know, it wasn't like they weren't shooting with the. Uh, you know, with a whatever glass. Um, but 
I, I, so I don't usually err on the side of conspiracy theories, but when I saw that guy come in with a hammer, he's just smashing up the windows, and then he walks off. He's all by himself, big, tall, white guy, and they start following him, and it was awesome because this one dude, he's like Mookie from fucking Do the Right Thing. He's walking around carrying a pizza. He's got a blunt in his mouth, and he approaches him. He's like, hey, man, <laughs> why'd you just do that? And the guy's like, you want to get hurt? And the guys go, and it's this little, this little dude. He's like, the guy's like, well, you want to fight me? And the guy's like, all right, man, I'll go. And he like, then he <laughs> puts his pizza down and takes like another like hit off his blunt and is gonna go fight the guy. And then the guy walks off. Um, <laughs> I didn't see this whole video. Though. Oh, it's great. I saw, I saw him break the windows. So he breaks the windows again. He's wearing all black, gas mask, um, and yeah. he's carrying an umbrella. Now they're saying that the reason he would carry an umbrella is to identify himself, because it wasn't raining. There's no reason for an umbrella. So that's to identify himself to whoever he is there, you know, doing this for. And uh, I, don't, I don't fully understand, I don't fully know the reason why you would, you know, what, who that benefits, why you would send someone to do that. But I do think there's something to it, because it was just very obvious. You know, when you watch the whole thing, and then... Um, Someone like there's a text message chain between his wife and somebody where she's like, is this whatever his name is? Um, and he's like, his wife's like, yeah, oh, my God, that's my mask he's wearing. Oh, yeah. Um, I don't know. People wondering. are going to get in trouble. A lot of people are going to get in trouble. They think they, you know, are autonomous or uh, are, uh, what do you call it? Uh, being uh, evasive, but nowadays, like there's so much, so many cameras, and, you know, they're gonna, everyone's gonna get in trouble. That's doing all this shit. Yeah, but then you say that, but the thing is, is we. So I just told you this story, right? I yeah. don't fully know that this guy, even though they said that this is his wife had this text message, but you post that, and everyone who doesn't want to believe it says. Oh, well, is that really his wife saying that? Or is that just a random conversation somebody made up? And then someone says, oh, well, is, you know, is this guy really, uh, you know, there's so much we've, we've done specifically the president's been so much to, to, to sow so much distrust in what's being reported to us that nobody believes anything anymore. So like, all these things that are happening, you, you think there's going to be justice or that someone's going to get in trouble or anything. I think you're nuts because I think everybody can sit there and be like, well, I, I can tell you 10 different ways you're wrong at what you're looking at. That's why this guy can, can not get arrested for four days. Like, that's another thing. Why don't you just arrest the officer, like, right away? I get it's not normally what you do, but if you don't understand that what him being out is causing a huge problem, and then you're not, dude, you're not looking hard enough. You know, yeah. like yeah. these sure. guys should all be arrested. First of all, they should be arrested, but forget even if you believe that or not, you should just do it to help calm down things. Like, I don't, I yeah. don't understand what you're being defiant about by not arresting everyone. Um, if you're trying to save your community, that's a I good mean, they, Yeah, exactly. Those, the other people that were involved still haven't been arrested. Yeah, and if, to take that long to get that guy in, the guy that that actually did it. Yeah, like you, you should yeah. just just put him just for, even if you don't put him away, even if, just say that you did. 
Like, I don't know. You know, like you know how much. How, how yeah, much... I think you could. I think you could hold someone for like twenty four hours or something without charging. So Wednesday night, yeah. when the when the peaceful protest. So they should have brought them in, and then came up with the charges. Yeah. So when I guess they didn't. They didn't want to fuck shit up in terms of uh, legally, because nowadays, like any thing that's not by the books, like gets somebody off. True. You know? But I don't know. Maybe maybe just make some kind of press conference like that. He's in custody. You, yeah. sit, you know, like just he was staying in his house, and they had hundred. I don't know if you saw Wednesday night. Well, there's well, the peaceful protest started. They had like a hundred cops protecting his house. I don't know if you saw the video of that. So Wednesday night, well, when the protest started, they had a hundred cops pro like standing outside of his house, armed, protecting his house while he was inside of it. So, and so his wife, like, immediately... Uh, divorced him. Yeah. Divorced him. But that, I mean, who knows, again, who knows if that's even, like, it, it, this? that's probably a good thing for her to just do whether it's true or not. Like, if I, if I murdered somebody and everybody wanted to kill me for it, I'd be like, honey, just say you divorced me and you hate me. And, like... Yeah. So, but whatever. Exactly. She doesn't deserve anything better anyway. But when you have that optic of all those cops outside that protecting this guy's house, like, I don't... It just incites more... Oh, Trump's good. Trump's addressing it now, finally. Um, well, he addressed it before he got on a plane to go to Florida. Oh, okay, so... And he uh, said, he said, uh, MAGA loves black people. Oh, that's good. He also said that's MAGA night tonight at uh, the White House. Did you see that? No. He tweeted out, um, yeah, he, he is something, man. He said tonight's going to be MAGA night at the, the White House. So everyone's kind of wondering what that means. But it's a stupid thing to say because um, who knows what kind of people that's going to wind up attracting. Right. Um. Yeah, so this is what he had said. The professionally managed so-called protesters at the White House have little to do with the memory of George Floyd. They just got to cause trouble. Secret Service handled them well. Tonight, I understand, is MAGA, in all caps, MAGA night at the White House. Um, so I don't know who, who that's for, but that's it, going to be a curious thing to keep an eye on. Um, I think that, that that's the kind of thing that, that you say that could cause a lot of problems. Yeah. So... Uh, Anyway, um, good times in uh, 2020. I know, um, and you know, there's still a pandemic. <laughs> At least we have the challenge. Yeah, uh, good good week of the challenge this week too. Again, they're, they're doing well. Except for all of our people here, all the people that we like are getting voted well, off. I no no I disagree. I don't know all the people I like. Well, I mean that make the show over the years the show. We're getting stuck with all the uh, Europeans and shit. I don't know. I disagree. I'm, I mean, I'm you know I'm fully in the bananas and West Camp. As long as you keep them around, I'm it's it stays entertaining to me. Yeah. Um, I No, I just uh, it's I don't want it to end. Oh. Well, the good news is the NBA is around the corner. That's true. I saw that. Uh, so they're gonna have. I guess they're gonna have like a 
a few regular season games and then a play-in game? I don't know. Um, I guess they haven't announced it yet. But. Yeah, they, but it looks like they're gonna like what they're gonna do is they're gonna have the top seven teams in each each East and West conference are gonna make the playoffs, and then they're gonna have a play-in tournament for four four teams in each or six teams in each um, each conference uh, to get that eighth spot. That's what I. So. I don't know. Just give me, just give me games. Soccer's gonna yeah. start. Uh, Premier League's yeah. gonna start soon, two weeks away. Uh, we got USC tonight. Anybody that you like tonight in USC? Uh, no, I haven't even paid attention. No. Yeah. All right. Well, the Suns, the Suns are in that top six. Yes, uh, that was really gonna happen. Um, I, I saw that the teams all the teams that would make it in the article that I sent you last night all the teams that would make it would be within six games of making the playoffs well they are there's six games of making the playoffs oh then there you go alright let's go we're all worried about the Suns making the that's what's going to make this good or not if the Suns get there. I want to watch. Yes, I want to watch my team play. <laughs> oh, buddy. Um, well, this has been fun. What do you got going on tonight? Anything? No, I'm not going to watch this shit. I mean, it's, it's impossible not to. I, have, I, <laughs> I just have to pee so bad. Um. I don't want to pause our podcast, but I'm like pacing. Me too. I got to pee really bad. <laughs> I'm like pacing. Uh, but no, I'm, I'm just trying to figure it. out if I should go in there and then mute my phone. <laughs> trying to figure it out too. Like, if I can I yell from the bathroom? <laughs> all right, let's just call it quits here. Uh, all right, buddy. Uh, we'll talk soon. Yeah, thanks for listening.